So, Lynn. Yeah, what's up? Have you gotten your uh, touch-free brass key yet in the mail? No, I haven't gotten it yet. Really? I understand why, because I haven't sent it yet. But for all those out there, we still have uh, three, maybe four. Yeah, we still have four to give away. I don't know why no one's uh, responded yet. So just so you know, touch-free brass key, everybody, they are giving us this, I guess, what you put on, it looks like a key, you put it on your keychain in the time where we won't be touching shit. We have these to give away. You can use it to open a door, use it to touch the keypad after you put in your credit card. And basically it works phenomenal. And they come in an assortment of colors and they have a great website. It's touchfreebrasskey.com, I believe. And it's uh, thank you 20 is their, is their number. I'm not doing it justice right now, I'm sorry. But I check them out. I believe you. I think I it's thank you 20. Yeah. Thank you, 20. Touchfreebrasskey.com. Go and get your Touchfree Brass Keys now. Once again, a great help and sponsor of the podcast, Touchfree Brass Key. Thank you, 20. Go and get them. Don't wait. Don't hesitate. Don't masturbate. Too many times a day. And then, so with that, yeah, go on there. And then we have four to give away. So please comment. And I haven't posted in a while on the Instagram. That's on, my, that's on me. Been a little busy. Need to post. Uh, we have episodes four through six are up. And please just comment if you want us to discuss something and those the first to comment and then have maybe one other friend like the page. We'll throw that in there. You get, uh, you get one sent to you and we'll just DM you, ask you for your address. We'll send it to you and then we'll go from there. So hopefully, yeah, we'll, we're trying to get, yeah. give you use to the fans and it's a great product and please check out their website. So yeah, moving, cool. yeah, moving into the rest of the topics for the evening or at least one or two. So I, I'm going, I was, you know, today I was flying off the cusp a little bit and, and this is great. I'm having a great time. Lynn, I hope you are having a great time. And I know it's not fishing with uh, whatever that, that legend not fishing, was. But I mean, you know, yeah. It wasn't with the legend, but this is, you know, a way to pass time. Yeah. But so there was a couple things that what, what, one being at work and there's people there, we were talking about a project that I'm working on right now. And it started back in, with uh, it was the golf, a famous golfer, and I'm. It's not. Is it Dan Die? Joe Die? D Y E. He just recently I'm not passed. Uh, I don't know. Matt Die? Maybe it's Matt Die. I don't know. His last name's Die, but a big. Uh, it's called Bull Run. Golf course. Golf course here in Maryland. It's where the you know L G. BGQ. No, no, it's. The women's PGA, the LPGA, L yeah, LPGA, uh, they, they held a lot of their tournaments there for the longest time. Anyway, yeah. they had it for so long and then they, they, they parceled out parts what they were going to even make it even to at one point, even another, you know, three, 18, you know, whole golf courses. So oh, wow. they've been, uh, they've been parceling out and they were talking about the time that they, they first met the, the, pro out there and i'm sorry i'm not a big golfer so i don't know his, his last name or first his first name excuse me but yeah so they were talking about it and one of the other architects was like yeah i met him out there and it was 1996 and i'm like yeah. and I, I thought i was like old and but then i realized like in the office the people i'm working with still at the age that i am i'm probably one of the youngest people even you know at oh, the, for sure at, at my age of 20 28 right yeah, so no, definitely. and so like we were talking about it and he's like yeah i met him out there in 1996 and i was like fuck and then and i didn't say it to him i was like damn that's that's a long time ago and th this is the old guy that i'm like are you 75 and then so i was talking to somebody else i had to get some files and uh to like i guess reference into the dwg autocad file i'm sorry this is probably boring to most people but Anyway, I was talking to the other people and then they were talking about how long they've been with the company and where, you know, this was back in 1996 when the project started. And this one guy comes back and he looks at me and he's, he's like a father of probably kids our, our age, maybe a little older. He's like, yeah, I was, I was in kindergarten or I was in elementary school back then. I looked at him and he's like, I'm speaking for you, man. And, <laughs> and he's like, he's like, what, what grade were you in when that happened? I was like, I was literally in kindergarten. <laughs> yeah. 
So like when I think about that, like to put it to reference, even though you feel old, like there's younger people, uh, we are still very young. So I was thinking about youth was part of the subject and with youth and being still young. Yeah. Uh, this also goes into youth, pornography and child pornography. Everyone's like, what the oh, yeah. fuck? Why, why are these the topics? Well, the youth is the one that I just covered. And then the child pornography is the second part. This is what happened during my day. And I wasn't watching child pornography. Let's get that straight. But this goes to ties in with your dentist, the guy that made his own teeth in his yeah. garage. So there was uh, one person that we graduated with in high school. He became a dentist. And we're like, wow, he became a dentist. This was part of the article that we read back in November of last year. He's a he, he was caught with child pornography on his oh phone. And he was, he was fixing and cleaning little girls and little boys' teeth. He was like a pediatric dentist? Yes, yes. Oh, And he gosh. was caught by MeWe or WeMe, which is a sharing app. Never heard of it. But they caught that he was asking, like he was trying to trade little, uh, you know, uh, girls, 12-year-old girls' videos and shit is what was released. At the, at the, the age group, not the videos, of course, thank you. But yeah. he was doing that at where he was working at all in the office on the Wi-Fi. Jesus Christ. What did he think was going to happen? He wasn't thinking. And he told the cops, he's like, I don't know. I did because I got a rush that I didn't think I was going to get caught. Now, he literally told, he admitted to the fucking police everything, which is, I guess he did feel guilty, which is, I guess, a good thing to think about. I guess, yeah. There's one positive out of this. But so he was doing that. And... So youth, this guy, dentist, child pornography, and then also, it also ties in with white privilege. This is going through my head. It's all over the board and uh, like drive home. Yeah. And he's going to get off because one of my friends today, he did send, he's like, did you guys hear about it? He went with this, his, he had a fake name when he was doing his Pokemon trading, if you would call it that. Yeah. Uh, he, he, his name was. Hank Dennings, which is even worse because his younger brother that also went to our high school, I played a lacrosse with this guy, by the way. Weird. And I thought he was a weird motherfucker even then, but I, like, I thought like most people that are trying to fit in, they're going to do weird shit. Right. You I know? Mean, it's, like, high school it's high school. Yeah. But uh, then like everyone's like, well, you, that makes kind of sense. Like you could probably say that about anybody in high school, but this yeah, one's right. fucking as soon, worse. As, as soon as it happens, you play Monday morning quarterback. For sure. mm -hmm. But his younger brother's name is Hank. Oh, so it's like, he almost like- He stole, yeah. His, and it, he comes from a heavily Catholic family, so I'm sure his dad beat the shit out of him. And he's not a small yeah. kid. He almost played football. He was a big guy. I hope his dad beat the shit out of him. He is a dad that would beat the shit out of his I kid. think, well, I think that the thing with like the child porn and the, and this is not me defending it whatsoever, but like child porn and pedophilia and stuff like that, I think that is more of like a mental disease than just being like a rape, like just raping a girl or like doing yeah, something yeah, no, that's yeah, like I, bad. But like when you like are doing like stuff with like child porn or pedophilia, like that's like a that's like a drug that you need to get and like you're addicted to. You know what I mean? It's not just like like you could just be addicted to like BBW porn and that's fine. I mean, that could be the same thing. You could be what's that? What's that? Big, big black women. I mean, oh. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm supporting. Oh, you. oh, yeah. <laughs> um, Clearly, you watch. I mean, uh, that's that's a topic you look up, which is fine. It's, yeah, everyone has their own. Yeah, right, right. I mean, and that's okay because that's like. But that's actually okay. This other one's yeah horrible. It's bad, but like you could still be getting the same endorphin rush being a person who gets it hit off of uh, a BBW. But as soon as it becomes a kid thing, which of course it's gross and disgusting, and like I'm not condoning it whatsoever, but like it almost seems like that's like a mental. Like that should be on the, the you know the list of the DSI five or whatever it is of like mental issues where like I don't think they should get off. I don't think they should go straight to the same asylum. They should go to jail and stuff like that. But like, right. So something he, weird. He had uh, at maximum because he did do a plea deal or whatever. Is because uh, one of our friends decided to look it up and send it to the group. Me uh, is like, what's going on with the story? And okay. he is going to be on house. The worst is he has three years imprisonment but his imprisonment's gonna be house arrest and then oh. one of my other buddies is like what so we can use the wi-fi at home and it's yeah like, right 
Uh, yeah, so shout out to Wait, DC. DC that, for a true true statement, but like, uh, I mean, but that's also white privilege, and uh, I hate to bring it up, and this is not a joke. It's like if that was somebody of color or something that was caught with doing the same thing, they would be oh, going right. to jail. And this is a white guy from the country that gets caught right. doing this shit, and he's going to be put on house arrest. Also, if he went to jail, he'd probably get killed. Like, yeah, well, yeah. Well, like, let I'm sure a lot of people, a lot of people were, were rooting for that decision. Right. Like, even if it was one year and you went to jail for one year, like, he might not make it out of that one year. Like, that's when you do stuff with, from what I know about jail, which is not that much, but like, you do stuff with kids, like, you're, you're in for it. Like, yeah. it's not. Oh, yeah. It, it's a, it's a, definitely a, it's a rape sentence, a sentence. Well, and then we're talking about this, which, you know, it's one thing to talk about podcasts on podcasts, but did you hear about the Chris D'Elia stuff? Dude, yeah, I got something. I saw something on, uh, I guess, Yahoo News, and then it was sent to one of my many friend feeds, because I have many friends, China. Yeah. Uh, I had to throw a China in today. I just I hadn't had it in China yet today. But the, yeah, he's been accused of sexual yeah. harassment or like uh, I don't know soliciting exactly soliciting a child soliciting yeah he was like he's been like I mean I don't know how long it's gone on for but it seems like in perpetuity for like his whole life but like he's basically just like DMing and texting and like emailing with underage girls and like asking for like nude photos and like to come to his hotel room and it's like Jesus that, I mean he's done he's done you I mean he's he's can't he can't come back from that I mean do you think yeah. that's? Do you think that's true? I think it. Is looking, true. looking, I looking at him. Know. Looking at him. Sorry to cut you off. I should. You go ahead and answer. No. Well, I, I think it's true. I just don't know that he did actually anything that's like illegal. I think he just did creepy and weird stuff. Like I, like unless it comes out that he, you know, he had sex with an underage girl, with it very may come out. But like as of right now, I don't think he actually did anything illegal. I just think he has been like he's just been outed as a total creep and you know a predator basically so regardless i mean the damage is done you know what i mean it, it, you know the only thing that could get worse is he he gets you know convicted you know accused and convicted of something and has to you know do his time or do whatever the the you know the the judge says which well, i don't know if that'll happen but like I mean, he's done. Like, he's, he's not going to, you know, people are going to say, like, I can't go to your shows anymore. I can't do all this. And it's like, when you look back on it, like, I've listened to his podcast a decent amount. Like, I enjoyed kind of his podcast. I don't think he's the funniest yeah, person you, in the world. Yeah, you, I mean, you, it's you, like you, and goofy and it's just like a fun thing. You have, you have mentioned his podcast on our podcast before. <laughs> have I before? Yeah. I, I think so. I enjoy it. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. But he, like, has this whole thing where he, like, wants to start a cult. And, like, it, it seemed like it was all in joking and fun. And, like, he calls his cult members babies. And, like, he's, like, at the cult. It'll be, like, a peaceful cult. And it'll, we'll just be there fucking and sucking. And it's, like, well, all this stuff is, like, adding up now. And it's, like, I, it was almost, like, kind of funny and kind of enjoyable because it seems totally lighthearted and totally like a joke when you're, like, haha, I want to start a cult. And, yeah. like, we're just going to fucking, you know, suck. And, like, that's what cults do anyway. And it's like if you're just joking. Because, about that, it, but but of, as a as a joke in a jokingly manner, that's what mo most cults do, of, uh, in like to some degree. Right, and that's what cults do. But if yeah. you're joking about it like that, it's like, oh yeah, ha, ha, blah, blah, it's blah, a cult blah, joke. Blah, blah. Yeah, it's a cult joke. But like when you look at all of these, you know, screenshots of of conversations, and you're like, oh, oh they shit, they've released that. They've released that shit. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There's hundreds of screenshots. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So like, and then when you're like, oh wait, maybe he wasn't like doing an innocent joke. Maybe he was just hiding behind like a thinly veiled curtain. And it's like, you know, he was maybe uh, he didn't want to have you know babies come. It's to it's it's, a, it's a, well, people do that. They, they put something out there as a joke, and right? At, to hide behind it, but they're they're doing it as a, a false shield almost that uh, people read it as. Like, he's just joking in this case right. that he's not going to go, you know, touch, which is horrible to even think. Well, little kids, girls, right. guys, whatever. But, but, like, he's doing it as his own shield. Like, everyone's buying into the, the joke is on them now that I can use this because that means that he's a psychopath and he knows how to right. beat the system 
and that's what he's been doing this whole fucking time. Right, and manipulating and being secretive yeah. and all the, the bad stuff that goes along. It's like, you remember when, um, what's the guy's name from House of Cards that got like me too? Oh, uh, um, don't tell me. We, no, we, we, we talked about him fucking uh, earlier, Kevin Spacey. Kevin Spacey, remember when like all those accusations came out and then he released that YouTube video of him like in the character of the House of Cards guys and he's like, so he like go, he's like in the character. It's like the same accent. You have to look sure, it up. Yeah. It's really he, he like goes into the character. He's like basically like saying, so if I did do this, then blah, 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 blah. Like, but I wouldn't do this. Like it was, it's just so weird. He like admits to it in character, but like denies it in character also. And it's like, it's like, there's like a dinner party going on in the background and it like turns to him at like his kitchen counter, like, assembling the vegetable tray. He's a psychopath. He's a fucking yeah, psycho. Yeah, thing you've ever seen. Yeah. Dude, it's so weird. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, Dude, yeah. There are weird people out there, man. I and mean, you're, it's coming to light that they're, like, especially now with, like, everything, we're so interconnected, and maybe this is maybe the one good thing that comes from, you know, access to everything on your phone is that in, you know, years past in like history, people could get away with this very easily and no one would know about it. But now that everyone's connected, that we're finding these creeps yeah. and they are finding them quicker rather than later in a lot of cases, unless it, you know, it yeah. happened years and years ago. But uh, to go back to D'Elia, uh, every time that he talks, like, like his whole part of this act, like raising the eyebrows and like looking at you in a quirky, weird way, Mm -hmm. that just tells me that like now with all these stories and you're telling me I have to do, I'll have to do my own research, but like, he's trying to read how he's a psycho. Like he, like that's what it comes down to. Like the guy is like trying to read how he can like manipulate and get away with things. If these things are true and if if it's horrible, like in in a time where like, I'm not trying to like say people are, you know, they're, I hope everybody tells the truth. And in these cases, I believe that those are coming up with the accusations and of course when they have you're saying that they have screenshots it definitely did happen but the fact that these fucking people once they get money people feel like they can get away with everything it seems like that oh, too. Yeah. like uh, and th- he has a kid too doesn't he yeah he has a kid and literally like three weeks ago or four weeks ago on one of his podcasts he was like he like went off like for kind of like no reason on like a tangent of like I don't get why, like, so many people think there's, like, these underground pedophile rings in Hollywood, and, like, they're passing around these kids throughout Hollywood, like, none of that is true, that's crazy, like, do you think that's crazy, and it's like, oh, wow, like, it, why would you even, like, talk about it like that, you know what I mean, like, it's that, it's, it's, it's that fucking, that little shield veil. thing we were just talking about, yeah. yeah, it's the veil that he's like, haha, no oh, one's, yeah. uh, now that I'm almost caught, I, this is my only fallback again, right, so weird and then i was thinking like so you have him who's who as of right now has not technically done anything like illegal illegal like physically illegal he's just like done messaging which to underage people which well didn't didn't didn't, uh didn't uh was his face get caught doing the franco a couple years ago and then that that that, that got thrown to the wayside or some shit yeah but they were all over 21 like or 18 i mean if you're over it's there's i mean there's the fine line of over 18 you know what i mean yeah yeah he was like an associate professor at nyu and i think he like hit on or like tried to like seduce some of his teachers assistants or whatever but they're all in college like yeah one it's not good to be a person in a position of power and try and use that to get what you want out of people that don't have the power that's not a good thing that's the bad thing don't do that but they're over 18 so it's like you know, that's, a, you know, when they're sure, under yeah, 18, yeah. it's a completely different story. So I was thinking, like, so you have, like, Dalia, who did this and hasn't done, at this point, hasn't done anything, like, physically illegal or, like, you have Louis C.K., who did do physical stuff, but none of it was, like, illegal. It was just really creepy, and it was for people over the age of 18, right? He just jacked off in front of girls and like ask them beforehand, you know what I mean? He was like, hey, can I jack off? And they made him like, uh, what? And then he's just like jacking off, which is totally weird and totally creepy. I mean, that's weird, but it's, it's not like he didn't rape him, you know what I mean? And then you've got yeah. Harvey, Harvey Weinstein, who 
did do creepy and physically bad things. The legitimate, like, casting couch. And he's going to jail for it. So, like, then I'm thinking, like, you got the Louis C.K. spectrum where he's just a creep. He got canceled for it. But, like, did he do anything actually terribly wrong? Not really. You've got Harvey Weinstein who did horrible, horrible wrong things and is going to jail for it. And then you've got D'Elia in the middle where it's, like, he hasn't done – at this point hasn't done anything, like, physically wrong that you can be, like, charged in a court of, court of law for. But he's got the, the predatory, you know, pedophilia stamp on it, which I feel like just totally, like, it makes it work. It, it makes it 10 times worse, you know, because it's like, it's kids. Like, you can't do that. It, if it was 18 and 19-year-olds and they found out that he cheated on his wife or whatever, it's like, okay, that's a marital issue at this point. But when it's kids, it's like, he's, I think he's done. I don't think we'll ever hear from him again. Like, I think if I were him, I would just move to some Central American country that didn't have any extradition laws and just get out of here. Have you also heard about, uh, you know, Russell, Russell Simmons from Fat Farm and uh, like rap and stuff? Remember Russell Simmons? No. He was like a big like music and like fashion mogul in like the 90s and the early 2000s. He had a reality show on like VH1 with him and his like hot like Filipino wife. I don't remember. He, but he, do you remember the brand Fat Farm? Yeah, yeah. He like made Fat Farm. Okay, but, I probably. Oh, um, he he used to have a show on. Yeah, yeah, VH1 with like his family. Weird, you know what I mean? Yeah, it was like yeah, his yeah. family. It was like his family. Yeah. Well, apparently he's been in like Bali or something, or like somewhere in the Pacific Islands for like the past seven years because it's come out that he's like raped or like sexually assaulted people so he just moved to bali and like is just doing yoga in bali and just fucking you know 16 year olds there because you can do that in bali jesus isn't that crazy there's a there's a documentary on hbo about him now my god all right this this is this is uh this this podcast this is what's happening, though. This yeah, is this happening. is yeah, this is our podcast is giving you what's going on in this fucking world. I think they they may maybe yeah live local late breaking. This is Quarantine Road. Yes. So uh, we we just went from child pornography. Yeah, yeah. What's next? Do you have anything next? Well, it was supposed to be a lighter uh, segment. Yeah, well, nothing's light nowadays, dude. It's yeah, all, it's all yeah. It's full fat mayo, bro. It's full fat mayo from here until fucking, you know, the end of times. So we're just going to go into this one uh, a little dry. Well, so we're going to go to the, like the normal, you know, normal, what do you watch? BB, BBW porn? Yeah, BBW, yeah. Yeah. So when was the first time? The question was because I was talking about youth and then we talk about fucking diddly mcgee's because they're fucking crazy motherfuckers but then like it was just the whole youth pornography and then like becoming you know i guess learning that there's shit you can watch on line girls titties vagina whatever yeah when was the first time you saw porn was the question um like real porn is probably like in ninth eighth or ninth grade and like i had my laptop or whatever and, like, I was too, like, scared to actually look up porn because I thought, like, I'd immediately get a virus. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, oh, yeah, so, yeah, like, dude, I've been there, yeah. So, like, I, like, Googled porn and, like, I clicked on the website and, like, went to the website. But I, like, for, like, six months of watching porn, I never actually clicked on any of the videos. There just happened to be, like, banner, you know, like, banner ads. On yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. they were, like you know, 45 second clips of like some girl like sticking anal beads in her asshole or like her <laughs> vagina or something. So like, I was like, okay, I don't want to click on any of these things, but I guess I can just watch this 45 second clip of this lady sticking beads in her vagina and like, that'll do it. And it worked. Yeah. I mean, it worked as a nice So, okay. Yeah. That's <laughs> a funny story. So I got two funny stories with this. Yeah. So the first time I saw porn, I was waiting for the bus at my old old house when i grew up in in the first grade and it was during there was a fucking huge snowstorm which was weird 
and then all of a sudden like there was like it was maybe a recycling day or shit and i was standing there with a girl that was probably my age we're in the first grade i think at the time all of a sudden like this newspaper like rolls by and then she picks it up and it's this it's just a lady and like at that age i don't know what the fuck i was looking at a lady just spread eagle full muff just like right and and then it had a story and then, then the girl started reading it about like and I was glistening in the, I remember this now. It's like fucking crazy. It's like, and I, it was like something out of a playboy or something. I was like, and I was glistening in the sun. And then he ran his hands across my naked breast and all that shit. And I was like, <laughs> what the fuck is this? Like so, uh, and then it got graphic, I'm pretty sure. But it was just like yeah. full on shit. And then that was just weird. So then we told our parents and they thought it was like, what the fuck's going on? And then I'm, and then a couple of weeks later, I think it was going into March or whatever, shit was found. I found this shit in my backyard or near the, the uh, bus stop again. And yeah. it was like a full on like call order ad of just like naked girls, like putting their legs up, fucking just ass and titties yeah. out. And my parents were like very concerned at this point. It's like, where are you finding this shit? People are jerking off in the woods. Uh, well, we lived like right on like the corner where you would catch the bus. There was no woods nearby. Huh, and okay. and then uh, and then I went to go get a ball out of my neighbor's yard, and then I find a newspaper, and like I, I grab it or something that was in the bushes, and like being a good guy, you know, taught to pick up trash by <laughs> your your grandparents, pick it up, and it's more fucking news. So somebody I think in my neighborhood, either caught their you know wife or loved one or young adolescent child with a shit ton of porn and just took it and threw it out the window. And then every neighbor in the whole neighborhood, there's like, at that point, it was like scattered. There was like, there was like a hundred houses in that neighborhood are just caught. And this is before, you know, cell phones and shit or like emails were, yeah, it was before emails too. Like that, they were big. And this is like early nineties. And like today's uh, neighborhood or HOA, like what the fuck our Facebook page, like, why is there so many fucking nude newspapers and shit around? So that was the first time I saw porn. Wow. And I, didn't yeah, I don't remember that. seeing porn. Like, I don't think I ever really saw like a magazine porn. I think I just went straight to computer. porn. And then so, I feel like I'm saying, I'm saying ninth grade, but it could have been earlier. It's just like whenever I got a laptop, I don't remember if that was ninth grade or like eighth grade or, or whatever it was, but it was like around that time. It was like whenever I got a laptop. Yeah. But Speaking of buses, I was thinking about this the other day. This came up, it all like came up weirdly, but it kind of came up because- This whole, this whole conversation has gone weirdly from youth, right. child porn, to the first time you saw porn, to buses. Let's go. To buses. Well, I'm going to go to something and then I'll come back to the bus. Yeah. But one of my friends from high school, like I got a text like from them randomly with like three other people in it. And it was all these people from my high school. And it was a, a video, a YouTube video, of like a Spanish project we made in like 10th or 11th grade. And you would have to like make a video or whatever. And I watched it and it was like, it was pretty funny and whatever. So we were chit-chatting back and forth. And at one point, one of the guys in the group goes, damn, I was really bad in Spanish. I don't like know how I passed. And one of the girls goes, well, that's because you cheated off of me for, you know, eight years. And I was thinking about like, yeah, like first responders, teachers, nurses, you know, we, we all consider them like heroes, right? Okay, I, I, how, how, where are you going with this? <laughs> the real heroes are like all of the, the people like, that allow people to cheat off of them? Yeah, the, yes, yes. The seventh to like 11th grade girls that like timidly but willingly let like us do- dudes just like cheat off them and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Which then made me rem- think about like, the people I would like just like get get their homework from like I would like sometimes I just wouldn't do homework I would just sit on AOL instant messenger and just like be like hey do you have the answers hey do you have the answers hey do you have the answers yeah and there was this one girl who was on our bus it like lived near me so she was on our bus and in elementary school you know kids can be mean right <laughs> I mean, people are mean till they die, so yes. Right. Well, they're meaner when they're kids somehow. Well, they're meaner because they don't know how to keep their mouth shut. And they just say, it's like, holy fuck. So she had a mole, like, like, not like directly in the middle of her eyebrows. Oh, well, this is deserved. Go ahead, continue, though. She 
Yeah, right. You're right. And it wasn't like a mole. It was like a birthmark, but it was like it was like moley and birthmarky at the same time. Did it have a hair on it? It didn't have any hairs that I noticed. But we bullied that girl so hard about that mole. We bullied the mole off of her face. She got it removed in like fifth grade because I think we bullied her so much. Think about that. Think of how much bullying it takes to make a, a you know a facial quote unquote deformity or you know blemish blemish you know disappear from someone's face. But that girl is one of those girls that like I would just get homework from and just like never do bad. You know what I mean? I would just take her, you know, be like, oh, thanks for the answers. So how did this come about? I mean, it's a good topic, but we're talking about... Oh, because of the bus. I was like, because oh, all the bullying occurred on the bus. Oh, okay, okay. That makes yeah, sense. yeah. It was, like, in school, you couldn't really... You could bully in school, but there's a teacher around. But when you're on the bus and you're 20 feet away from the bus driver, you know, 10 or however many rows back, like, that's where the bullying happens. Like, that is where the bullying occurs. It's yeah. on the bus. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So I remember my brother, he was like, I must have been in fifth grade. So he was probably in, or maybe I was in sixth grade. So I was on a different bus, right? He was still in elementary school. So he was like in third grade or maybe even second grade, right? You're older, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm older, right? He's younger. And this kid who's a year younger than me, who I like knew because I was on the bus with them last year, but like my brother wasn't on the bus with me last year, but however it worked out, he like wasn't, we weren't on the same bus because we were- Fuck, we get it, go on. Yeah, whatever. (laughs) So this kid was making fun of him. And my brother, he's a big dude. And this, you know, this little kid was, he was older than him, but littler than him, was making fun of him a lot. And so I think my brother was like, I don't remember what his thought process was because he was young. But I bet you it was, I don't want to, like, hit this kid because he's smaller than me. And I, he was also kind of, you know when they're those kids that are bullies, but as soon as you shove them, they'll just cry? Yes, yes, yeah, he yes. Was, he was, like, one of those kids. So my brother spit in his face <laughs> because he was bullying him. And then he got kicked off the bus for, like, a week. And it's like, wait, guys, don't be, wait, let's think about this here. We, let the, we, let, the pussy, we, we let the pussy-ass bully stay. Yeah. And the guy, oh. That's, like, wrong, that's think, what's wrong with America. Think, like, what do you think? The, 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 the second grader is the bad guy here and not the fifth grader bullying him? It's obviously the fifth grader. Another story about my brother. I guess my brother kind of just does this. I remember this so specifically. I'm from Long Island, so like I live a mile away from the, the North Shore. Sure. And there was like a, a beach club that we belonged to, which sounds fancy, but it was just, you know, there was a shack that you could get hot it dogs was, from. It was a Hooters. Right, right. So we were at the beach club and there were these other, these other two kids, brother and sister that were like around my age. I think the brother was one year older than me and the sister was one year younger than me and my brother's three years younger than me. And this other, this, this dude, the guy kid who was one year older than me was another one of those like bullies, but like a small kid. And then as soon as you like mess with them, they start crying. Yeah. So I remember just like me and my brother were standing there, this kid and his sister come over and they just, like, start making fun of him. And I'm like, yo, what's going on? And my brother just socks him right in the stomach. Just nice. punches him right in the stomach. And this kid just goes, ah, <laughs> and runs away and, like, go tells his mom. And then, like, my mom and his mom come up. And she, the, the other mom's like, what the hell's going on? Blah, blah, blah. Like, she's freaking out because she's one of those moms who's, like, doesn't understand her kids as a bully. And it's like, we got, obviously, her kid isn't in the wrong. Yeah, and well, yeah. Like, those moms always get, like, very defensive and angry. That, right. like, yeah, their child can do no wrong, but it's clearly the They're kids the are bull. fucking, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. I, 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 those, I, I can't believe those parents exist. Like, they, they right. don't go away. Like, even, like, now, like, you'll hear about shit, like, I mean, I, I'm clearly not around kids anymore, but, like, I remember growing up with my brothers, and I would hear stories about this, or, like, people that I don't have to deal with, and I would see, I don't think I was really bullied that much. I mean, I was every kid I think is bullied at some point, but like you would see other people get bullied. And I mean, I have plenty of stories of sticking up for these kids that get bullied, but like, then like you would, I guess, cause I was part of like the principal committee and other committees. So I'd have to be in like the office or whatever, like helping out with shit. Cause I was a nerdy kid and I do want to, we got to go back to nerdy kids and uh, cheating in a sec or like copying homework. Yeah. But, 
But uh, I, I just remember like seeing those parents come in mad and start yelling and berating the people that work in the office. And I just remember some of the ladies, they're like legitimately trying to be nice to the berating mother of the problem child. And right. then finally, after a while, they just start rolling there. I was like, whatever, fuck it. Like, right. Uh, we're here and to tell you that your problem, your, your kid is a problem, yet you're here to yell at us. That makes no sense. No sense. Right. So, so, and I think my brother was like four when this happened, you know what I mean? Like he was young and, and, but he was bigger than this kid at, probably at four. Like he yeah. was one, you know, a puny little bully and he just socked him right in the stomach. And the kid like started crying and ran away. And then the parents come over, came over and I was like, well, I mean, like he was, the kid was being mean and I, I was not surprised when the punch was thrown. Like he right. was deserved it at the punch at that point. And like, it all like de-escalated. And I think we just like came to the conclusion that like, all right, yeah, my brother was right. Like, there's no one's getting in trouble for this. Like, good job for punching him. He probably deserved it. But uh, speaking of principal, we can get back to the um, bully story uh, or uh, the the uh, homework. But shit. I only went to the principal, I think, one time. And if you can believe, you're not going to believe what I went to the principal. Fourth grade, some kid. Fourth grade was the first year I started playing football, right? So yeah. in, uh, I was like into it. You know what I mean? I was into it. So at some point during the fall, like, you know, we'd go out and recess and throw a football or do whatever, blah, 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 play butts up, all that shit. And uh, one kid, like, broke his collarbone playing football. And it wasn't like someone tackled him. It was just like he, he he's fell. A, he's a pussy, yeah. Yeah, he's a pussy and a dork, and he fell and broke <laughs> his collarbone. So then we weren't allowed to play football. Don't, don't you love just kicking those kids while on the ground while they're crying and they just laugh at yeah, them? Yeah, it's like, what the fuck, dude? You ruined this then, then, you, then, you, then you spit on them and you're like, ha-ha, then – some kid dumps on their face. Oh, there's a yeah, rub dirt in his eyes. Yeah. yeah. Well, Dude. this kid broke his collarbone, and then we, you know, foot, playing football at recess was banned. So we like didn't want to believe that, and like me and my friend, my friend PJ, who was on my football team, we were like, all right, we're still we still want to play football. So we were like we're like tossing the football, and like some you know the teacher or the recess aide came over and was like, you have to stop that right now, and so like. I think we like threw one more pass and she's like, you're going to the principal's office. So we went to the principal's office basically for throwing a football. And I was like so scared and so nervous because <coughs> I wasn't like a bad, bad kid. I mean, I was definitely a little bit of a bully at various points, but I wasn't like a bad kid. And I was so freaked out and so nervous. And we're in this thing. And she's been like, the principal was just like, you know, well, like, you can't do that. <laughs> yeah. We're not allowed to play football, so, you know, you guys are in trouble. I, I don't know even know what – I think we got, like – we couldn't go to recess for, like, the rest of the week or something. But the only time I've ever been to a Dude. principal's office because I threw a football. Yeah, the, uh, the funniest bullying and shit-talking stories that anyone has – and I need to still watch that movie. It's about those kids that coming of age and they're, like, uh, like 13, about to go to high, high school – the best years of comedy, I would say, of just like interactions comes from the, uh, what is it, sixth through eighth grade, middle school. Yeah. Dude, there was some funny shit. The only time that, oh, I almost went to the, I would go to the principal's office for the most random shit too. So one time after, after school was ending, I was about to go get on the bus to go home. And then there was one Powerade machine next to the principal's office and then like as you're going by and then you would go down the stairs at the end of the hall to catch your bus downstairs so i went there and i was there with uh a, a kid that i don't want to say is a screw-up but i don't know what he's doing these days right. anyway so we're there getting a power raid before we catch the bus and we're uh, you know standing there and all of a sudden you see and this guy's name i'm pretty sure and this is why i was angry unless we've been spreading a rumor for i don't know since the the, the beginning of so time. long it became reality yeah his name was richard p niss was uh vice principal richard p niss so dick penis <laughs> his last name was niss and his middle name was p for peter or something so it was dick penis yeah yeah dick penis was his name and and, and niss was like k n E-I-S-S -S or something like that. So, That's like a fun thing to do if you go to a restaurant and they ask your name, you just be like, my name's, uh, you know, Philip Miss. And yeah. then they go, is there a P Miss here? Or yeah, they'd be yeah. like, you know, uh, you know, 
uh, you know, Harold Hooker. And <laughs> I'm sorry, this is a joke. And, and the, so all of a sudden we're like getting it and this, he's like up the ramp over there. This guy is huge. His stomach is probably, you know, four feet long and he's just like, you hear, and we're like getting the Gatorade's like, oh fuck. Like, why is he yelling at us? He's like, hey. And it's like, he's like starts walling down the ramp, like chasing us, like, fuck the Gator, our power rights, let's get the fuck out of here. And we didn't say that. It's like, yeah. like, let's go, come on, run. And so we get on our bus and get out of there. So the next day at lunch, uh, Dick Penis is eating his, and this guy literally every time at lunch would eat the shitty egg salad on a potato roll bun, you know, whatever. It's disgusting. Like, it, it, buy where like you like buy lunches, and he would just sit there and oversee all the kids, and he would just eat it. No, no plate, no napkin, just fucking raw to the face. That's disgusting. So then finally, like I had sat down, and then Miss Greisler uh, wore her pants literally like to where her tits came down, so her tits overhang the belt, and she That's was cool. all of four foot eight, and so like in middle school, everyone was taller than her, but she just fucking hated every child because she still looked like a child so i don't know why she had to wear pants literally to her tip line yeah and uh you know i don't i'm sure she's very old now and she, uh hopefully she's, she's okay she's dead but anyway she comes over and, like taps me on the shoulder she's like uh jack uh mr dick penis needs to uh see you in the front <laughs> and i'm like what the fuck does that dick need to see me for yeah and so I get up and I remember I'm like, oh shit, he was yelling at me from down the hall, but I got on my bus, like, why does he care? And then I get over to him and he had finished his egg salad sandwich at the time. He had his hands like resting on his literally table that he carried around as a stomach. Yeah. And he goes, he goes, 435. I'm like, what? He's like, 435. I'm like, what? Four. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck is he saying? 435. I'm like, I'm about to piss my pants, sir. Like, what, what, what's the matter? He's like, that's the time you're allowed to get Powerade out of the Powerade machine. I'm like, oh my God. What the fuck? Like, you're mad at me for getting a, giving money to the school, basically, for buying a Powerade at 325, you fuck? Fuck you. I feel like that was a rule for my school, too, where, like, you couldn't, like, in elementary school, like, you couldn't use the vending machine. For some reason. Why is that a thing? I don't know. Maybe they don't want kids like having sugar on M and M's or having sugar. Or I don't know. But I, I was like I was, was leaving the school. Uh, yeah, you're leaving the school. That's crazy. But like, yeah, I, I yeah, that, yeah, fuck that guy, dude. But other uh, before we go to copying homework because I do have a story with that. But another great story, dude. Uh, dude, there's so many I can tell about this one kid. He's a funny guy. He, he tried to do the comedy scene for a while. And he opted to, I guess, move on to, he's living in Hollywood. I'm rooting for the guy. I think he's moved on to, he's trying to do music right now, which, you know, follow your dreams and everything. But the yeah. only, the way that he would, he wanted to come. Unless they're stupid, then don't follow them. Yeah, well, he, it's not, that's not him. But right. he, we, we fucked with him so much in middle school that it was probably very scarring. And that's why he was trying to look for the, the, the laughs. It was very fucked up what happened to him. But I was just telling the story <laughs> the other day to uh, my, my friends, basically, this is one of my favorite stories of all time. We had, we had a high school, our middle school bully. Yeah. Uh, we'll just call him PB. And yeah. people would know if they listened from my high school. Guy was a funny shit, but he had like a, a, an insane sense of humor. It was basically like hurt people, humiliate them. I'm gonna laugh and I don't care who else laughs. So yeah. basically in, in seventh grade, uh, Dave- uh, DB, DB is the guy that we're going to talk about that got humiliated, got humiliated by PB a yeah. couple times, but DB was seventh grade was not a good year for him. Anyway. So the one story I'll tell tonight or today, or whenever you listen to this is basically the guy put off, we had, all I had to do in the seventh grade, we had to study castles or medieval architecture or some shit. I don't remember in our history class. And we had to put together a, like a knight's castle out of something cardboard, you know. Uh, Susie, I'm sorry. Yeah, fortresses. Uh, my group used Legos, and you know, Susie Q. I'm gonna get the best grade, fucking ever. She put in a moat with a goldfish, and uh, nice. yeah, it was fucking bullshit. 
they did not deserve the. You mean her mom? Your mom put in a vote with exactly. Boy. You know, me, my boy, uh, see uh, Collins. Where you at? We put together Legos and watched Monty Python that afternoon. It was pretty cool, and, uh -huh. uh, and the Holy Grail. Very fitting for that day. And anyway, we uh, uh, I'm about to say his name every fucking time. Uh, <laughs> I'll just say it. We'll just cut it out. So the guy's name's Damian, uh -huh. and so. Damien kept coming up with excuses like he always did as to why things were late. So like a month and a half, maybe it might have been two months after the fact that we all had to uh, turn in our castles, he, and he probably has a darker side of the story, but anyway, he finally finished it, but he made it with his uh, father or stepfather, I can't remember. Mm -hmm. And they made it like a true out of like mortar, like concrete bags, rocks and everything so it was like i saw it in homeroom because we had we were in the back end of the, yeah we were in the back end of the alphabet for the homeroom and uh we were sitting there and he, he showed it in the homeroom and then you know the other guy saw it too and he sat like close to us too and i thought it was fucking we all thought it was good but then pb was uh brainstorming his like vengeful weird way and you can yeah. kind of see it because we all sat near each other. And I'm just sitting there. I'm like, oh, fuck. What's going on? Yeah. And then so Damien asked for help to get carry it downstairs to the room. Oh, my God. And then PB decided to help him. So we're all standing outside that room at the end of the hall. And then we, we know uh, DB and PB are carrying the castle downstairs. And then all of a sudden you hear like boom, 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 oh, boom gosh. down the stairs. And then you hear, and then you hear DB go, "Oh no!" <laughs> and then then you hear PB like laughing his ass off. And then it was yeah. right next to the uh, the the stairwell down to the floor was right next to the the teacher's room. We like look in. There's this rubble at the bottom of the stairwell, oh, and this guy's castle was thrown. Literally, Pat said. Oh, I just think his name. I don't give a fuck. Pat said, whoops, and just let it fall out of his hands because he was the one at the bottom side. He uh -huh. said, whoops, and then it just fell, tumbled down the stairs. And just <laughs> That's terrible. That's pretty good. Like, that is, that is like, that is, that is, that is like funny, like middle school bullshit, dude. It was, oh, right. man. You and know, just to like hear, to hear, to hear, to hear the guy. He stepped to work with them. It took him a month. They finally made it. He's like, thank God. I've been anxiety over this for the past <laughs> yeah. month. And I turned it in and I was just destroyed. <laughs> Before he could even give his presentation on it. Oh, my God. Right. Yeah. I, to be honest with you, I think I was really only a bully in kindergarten. Now that I'm remembering. After okay. kindergarten, I really wasn't a bully anymore. Like the occasion, no, there's a You're an occasional asshole as a kid. Yeah. But yeah, in kindergarten, yeah. I was a real bully. Listen to what I would do every day. So it was in kindergarten. We would go to lunch, right? And our teacher wasn't the lunch aide. You know, she went on her own lunch, and then the lunch aide would bring us back to our class. And like every day, there would be like a little limbo period where like the lunch aide was there, but the teacher wasn't back yet. So every single day. I would tell this one girl and I'd be like, I forget our kindergarten teacher's name, but just, you know, Mrs. Mrs. A, whatever. I would tell her every single day, I'd go, hey, you know why Mrs. A isn't back yet? She's like, why? I was like, she's dead. She died. And I mean, every, and she, this girl would start hysterically crying every day. I'd go, yeah, she died. And she would start crying. And then the next day, I would do, hey, you know why Mrs. A isn't back yet? She's dead. And she would just start crying every single day. I don't think I ever got in trouble for it, but yeah. like it was a thing. No, you I did get in trouble. I think my parents had to come in and like have like one of those sit downs, being like, "Calm, being too mean," or you know, <laughs> Lynn yeah. Thomas being too mean. There was also, I would also like just like Lynn. Lynn, like, Lynn was walk. being too mean. Yeah, Lynn was. Yeah, mean. Lynn was being too mean. I would also just like like kick people's like little like you know Fisher Price Lego things and like blocks. Remember those blocks that were, you're like, a fucking bully, dude. Like, you're a fucking piece off. of shit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was, I remember it kind of started because it was like the first day of kindergarten and the, the task was like to just to color something in. And I didn't know about coloring in the lines yet. Like I didn't know it was a thing that you like colored. So, in. Uh, let's just say it the truthful way. You were special and no, you were taking, special. you were taking, you were taking out your angst and others because little Miss Susie could color in the lines. You're like, fuck, I only know how to use the brown crayon. And you well, punch her in the face. Well, listen, 
I was I was coloring, but like I was coloring within the lines, but like you know, little stragglies would like get outside. Dude, like, every 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 man was there back then. Why were you so mad? Well, I'll tell you. The kid next to me literally looks at my paper and goes, "You're not coloring inside the lines." Stands up, goes to the teacher, and t- tattletales on me for not coloring inside the lines. All right, that kid. Like, that kid. Uh, how do I say this politically correct? Is a fucking puss. Yeah, yeah. So at that point, I was like, "Wait, what? Wait, wait, wait." Okay, I like. I know I didn't really do anything wrong, but now I'm like kind of getting in trouble for it. So does that mean? No, you're not. Like, oh my god. Well, I, did, I did kind of get in trouble. She was like, "You know, Lynn, this is not how you do it. You need to do it better." Like, you know, you know where we send kids that don't know how to color in the lines. We send you, you know, back send to the. Yeah, we sent him to Chris Oh, Jesus. <laughs> and, then, and then at that point, I was like, wait. So, like, I wasn't really doing anything wrong, but I just got in trouble. So, does that mean, like, I can just do anything? I can do wrong things and also not get in trouble? So, I think just at that point, I just, like, went off. Also, another distinct memory I have of kindergarten. Wow. You got, like a good, first- you got a good memory. The only things I remember about kindergarten is losing my teeth at you uh, eating Oreos. And giving the little treasure chest, you remember that shit that you were do the treasure chest, but I remember uh, it. But we got the little treasure chest, and I just remember Mrs. Yanashevitz when we had to do jumping jacks in the morning. Mrs. Yanashev tits was just like, yeah. even as a kid, like I, I was just like, "What the fuck is going on?" They would hit her in the face. I'm like, "What was going on?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mrs. Yanashevitz, where are you at, babe? Yeah, where are you at? Let me get them I'm, a, I'm oh, of yeah. age now. I'm of age now. You're probably uh, roughly 55 now, which is stay home. Never mind. Stay at home. But so we were, I was like at the playground. This is very early on, like first week maybe. And we're out there and we're on, I'm on like the playground and this kid comes over to me and he's like, let me see your arm. And he does the like, do you know like an Indian rope burn? Uh, so Indian rope. Indian rope. Yeah. Or Indian and so he does, the thing, he Indian does the thing to my arm, and like my go-to, like when stuff like that happens, is I just show no like emotion or pain whatsoever. Like I just like you know it doesn't feel good when they do the Indian rope burn, but I just like stand there stoically and like make sure they don't re- like see any. Yeah, I know, bitch. And then that scares right, the shit out of them. That scares the shit out of people. Yeah. But that was happening, and then there were there were these two girls right behind them, right behind him doing this. And they were just like giggling. They were like, ah, oh my God, that's so fun. And so then at that point, I was like, oh, wait. So if I'm mean to people, then people will like laugh at what I do. So like that kind of carried me through kindergarten. And then I just realized like, you know, wow. that's what got you any humor, which is also a great topic. But well, let me, uh, let's finish off. Yeah, kindergarten, apparently that's when you realize being an ass will lead you to humor, which will lead you to getting girls to laugh at things and, potentially right. fornicating. Uh, right. So that's, that's a good, good way to get into comedy, but it also leaves people with like scars, like uh, Damien, he has a lot of scars. Do I want to tell another Damien story? I think so from the seventh grade. Yeah, sure, go on. So, so the, the guy, he was, he was a cool guy, great athlete, played a lot of sports, good guy. Uh, you know, had all, everything basically funny to some extent. Anyway, uh, so in middle school, we all thought it was funny. I don't know if you guys went through this phase that, like, if you made somebody sit on something random at lunch, you thought it was funny. We didn't do that, but I I, that is kind of funny. Yeah, so we carried it from summer camp into the school year. And then this one time, like, the two, I guess, I don't want to say it wasn't popular, just like, were kids that thought they were better than themselves, which is every lunch table uh, going through till actually till you know, you're a grown up, it doesn't change. Uh, we were sitting at these two tables and then somebody for whatever reason decided one day not to eat their snack pack, chocolate pudding. Like who doesn't, yeah, it's fucking stupid. Yeah, eat that shit. Yeah, eat that, that's like one of the best things in the meal. Like yeah. you, you wait for that, you like, that's the last thing you eat. Anyway, it was probably one of the white privileged fucks decided like, oh, I don't need this, yeah, my mom. What's, I'm sorry? It sounds racist, you want to eat chocolate pudding. Yeah, and he was just probably like, oh, my mom gives me this every day. I don't, I don't want these, basically, what every privileged child says. So 
for whatever reason, I think it took forever for kids to, that were buying lunch to get through the, the lunch line that day. And uh, so we're sitting on one side, but we can see the other, like we're facing the, the two cool tables, if you want to call it that, are running parallel with one another in middle school. So we're like, hey, uh, this guy didn't eat his uh, pudding pack. We're going to try to get Damien to fucking sit on it. Yeah. So he comes over, and then one of the guys draws his attention. And, like, as he's sitting down, like, he, you, have to, you have to, like, a, what do you call it, a bench? So it's like you have to put your feet over. like, And, uh-huh. you, and he's, like, talking to the guy. And then you see uh, Skyler. He, puts, he slides it over and puts it right underneath. Meanwhile, Damien's wearing, I think, brand-new khakis, khaki shorts. <laughs> and this is during uh, Vice Principal Dick Penis's time. He, he, this, is, this is his watch hour, his egg salad sandwich yeah. watch hour. All of a sudden, we're at the other table. We're like, is he going to sit on it? Is he going to sit on it? We're not what, we didn't know Dick Penis was hovering around our general vicinity. And all of a sudden... Damien sits down on it and he sits square in the middle of the crack. So it shoots out the front and out the back like fucking shit. Damn. And it goes and then oh. he, he stands up. It stands up. It looks like he fucking shit himself. Shit himself. Oh my so God. Dick Penis like runs over to save the day. He puts his hands on his shoulder. He's like, son, are you okay? Son. And then we know that that guy's over there and it was such a good fucking joke that we were like, oh shit, we might get in trouble for this shit. Yeah. And, and then uh, Damien is just like, it's okay, it's okay, I'll be all right. It's, this is, a, he, he's, just, he's just stood there like, uh, like everybody is looking at this guy, crack pants. In yeah. the middle school, like in the whole lunch, we're like, oh shit. And our table, our, the table that we're sitting, on, sitting at is not innocent. It's definitely if Dick Penis turned around and looked at our table, he would know who the culprits were. Immediately, yeah. Yeah, but he did it, luckily, that time. And uh, rather than going to the bathroom and getting cleaned or putting on, he had to put on, I guess, gym shorts. Did you guys have to? Right, yeah. He had to put on his, like, gym shorts that day. Rather than going and just changing, he stood there and used his napkins from his tray and literally, like, was wiping his ass in the middle of, in the middle of the uh, cafeteria. And people were like, what the fuck? I thought that was the funniest part. It's like he had, he wasn't thinking. So he's just like wiping the pudding out of his like white khaki shorts. Like he was wiping his ass. It was the funniest shit. And then did he like taste it in front of the whole cafeteria? (laughs) Oh my God. That would have been, uh, that would have been good. But yeah, that's a continuation of cafeteria story. So when I, for the kindergarten, first, second, and third grade, I went to a private school because the elementary, the public school was um, only half day kindergarten. Like that whatever year I was about to go to kindergarten, the budget changed, they were doing half days. And my mom was like, no. Wow, that, was, that, was, that was pretty early in the, in the, the years of going from, because when I went to school, it was half day. And then well, a, lot of, from, a lot of public yeah. schools do half days, but. My mom was like, no, like, like you're, I don't want to deal with you. I mean, okay, you're going okay. to school for a whole uh, day. Speaking of dealing with you, can we pause real quick? Yeah, what do you need? I need to get a little more uh, Jack Daniels real quick. Well, let me let me finish this because I think we're, I, I mean, I don't know how much more we got to do. We've done this for a long time. Right? Yeah, 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 you're right, you're right. So let me, let's just finish this if you got any more things and then we can close it out. But, so uh, I went to a private school because my mom didn't want to send me to half-day kindergarten. Then I just went there to third grade. But at this private school, which it wasn't like a fancy private school. It was just, you know, not a public school. We, on Fridays, it was like Pizza Friday. But since we're on Long Island, there's good pizza everywhere. We didn't just get those, like, rectangle cafeteria pizzas. We had... The, 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 boat, the boat pizza? The boat pizza? Yeah, the boat pizza. Like, we didn't have that. We had Rocco's Pizza, like, from in town bring a bunch of pies that's pretty cool one girl in my class and in my grade and her name was brianna but she, she insisted on being called breezy i know very weird she was really weird i think looking back on it i'm pretty sure her parents were like hippies like hippie dippy people and like her name was breezy and she might have been a little bit on the spectrum or she may have just been a weird kid but like when she got really excited she would like shake her hands like this it was weird 
But the, the other thing was she was a vegetarian. And this is back in the early 90s when, like, who, what the fuck is a vegetarian? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So she was – or she might have been a vegan. She was a vegan because they would always just order, like, you know, 10 pizza pies. But one of the pizza pies, like, half of it had to be just sauce only. So no cheese for the vegan. Right. Yeah, yep. So she gets her slice put down on her table with no cheese. And there's, like, a speck of something on the pizza. Like, it may have been a speck of mozzarella, but it easily could have just been, like, a damp piece of oregano. You know what I mean? Yeah. And she doesn't eat it. Like, it's not like she bit it and ate it. She just looks at it and just immediately starts, like, screaming bloody murder. She's like... Ah, shaking her hands, doing the weird little. Okay, I'm gonna just go with what you said earlier. She definitely uh, had something mental. Something uh, wrong. With, well, I don't yeah. know because she wasn't like stupid or anything. It was it was weird. She was really weird. I'm she not saying like I, I'm just mean like mental. There was something in her. In her... There's cheese. There's cheese. She's screaming bloody murder. There's cheese. There's cheese. Like she just got like I don't know like fucking you know shot with a gun like. And she, she's crying, and everything's like this catastrophe. It's like she, it's like she just like got like fucking her foot cut off, cut off or something. And then it all boils down to like, yeah, she was weird. Yeah, well, like you have those weird kids growing up, and you, you like, I don't know how well anybody keeps up with people these days. I feel weird now that people out of nowhere like try to add me back on like facebook that i don't even i haven't talked to since like they had the the spasm over the piece of oregano on the right on the cheese pizza it's like why like what what like why like i don't care but i i hope the best for everybody but there's definitely people that have gone either off the deep end or have maintained that they're just fucking crazy that that's probably stems from something in the household too i i really don't know I just I mean statistically you know not everyone's going to be normal you know I th I think normal is like a vibe that I don't know I'm not trying to sound hippie but like normal is normal in the fact that everyone's different in my mind right like you're going to you're going to have people you're going to you're going to have people like everyone knows like what that girl did at that instant it's like that's fucking weird yeah like everyone's normal. like look like just pick it off or something that stems from something in the house that's allowed to happen. Right, right. And yes, it's just like not a like uh, not saying control your child, but it's like her ability to deal with like conflict or issues yeah. has, has obviously not been like honed or developed by the. House. And people till this day, until they're way beyond their forties, have the ability to do that. I mean, like you see that every day. Well, you see that in politics now too, which is the saddest thing. So, on that note. The saddest thing is that this uh, podcast is going to be over now. So, right. I think uh, besides this episode being over, I think Lynn and I we got to talk about the next chapter. I think Quarantine Road is wrapping up. I don't know if it's this episode, next episode. What do you think? Um, I'd say I'd say maybe we got one more episode because I I think we're going to see. I mean, Corona's not gone, but you know. As of Monday, at least my state is officially done with the designated amount of days of shelter in place. Like that oh, wow. on the, for me. That's, so that's like, actually a big move. That's so like technically the quarantine is over for me. Like the shelter in place is done. Where it's not done everywhere, but I feel like we've still got a couple more weeks of uh, weird corona shit to go on, and I'm sure and, and we'll start seeing weird spikes occurring from one, just people being more out and about, the protests, going to the beach, the holiday, the summer holiday season coming up. So I don't think we have to end it right now, but I guess we could probably, it could be a, it could be more of like a transition. You know what I mean? It doesn't have to, the 14 road doesn't have to end, but it's just, you know, when roads just like change names, like in the middle of it. Yeah. It could be something like that. You know what I mean? That's a, that's a good way to, I mean, it, yeah, like as the name's called it's a great comparison that like, you know, roads do change their names. And right. this, at, at some point you're like, Oh, we're, we're on the same road, but it's got the same vibe. And it's actually, it's not as rocky anymore. We got, we got a little more flavor to it. It's uh -huh. a little more smooth. So yeah, There's I agree. The restaurant on the right. Yeah. Yeah. Let's wrap this one up. I, I didn't get back to my story about like uh, my friends saying that I was the dumbest out of all of their, all the whole group, which was, 
probably the um, stupidest thing I ever heard, even though I brought up the topic, it was stupid. And, but I do remember both of them copying Spanish homework off of me. So, well, so um, you were the hero. I was the hero, but you know, not all heroes need to be told or patted on the back every day that they are yeah. the hero, but you they, know, some they of also, us- they don't all wear capes. To be honest with you, most heroes don't wear capes. I mean, cape, no one wears capes anymore. When was the last time you saw a cape? Halloween, yeah. uh, Halloween, 2019. Yeah, yeah, that was the last time I saw a cape. So, but yeah, so anyway, that was that was the gist of my story. Anyway, everybody, hopefully you're all staying safe. Hopefully you enjoyed the podcast. As always, this is Jack Taylor and Lynn Thomas, and it is adios. Adios, folks. Enjoy the rest of your week. We'll talk to you next time.